y'all. So I just wanted to say something right quick about codependency. I want to give a shout out to Just Say No to Narcs because she commented, um, this beautiful sister uh, commented on my channel before about three months ago. And I have my comments closed now so nobody else could see it. But I saw it and I really appreciate her for, um, you know, uh, leaving a comment and, and finding my information useful. I really appreciate that. And I want to piggyback off of what she was saying about how a lot of the psychologists, psychiatrists, and so-called psych or relationship gurus and life coaches are labeling people who have been victims of straight up narcissistic abuse, sociopathy, pathological liars, scammers, con artists, cheaters, bigots, and so on and so forth as codependents. Now, when I use the term codependent or toxic codependency i am referring to people who literally are in that energy we all know there are men and women who act like they can't exist without a relationship and you know someone in just say no to narcs comment said it perfectly the codependent is really a narcissist is really a sociopath is really a psychopath is really a borderline Someone with borderline personality disorder, uh, someone who may have even bipolar personality, bipolar depression that is unbalanced because the way the codependent exhibits itself in the theater of life, it's just like a narcissist, a borderline or person with borderline personality disorder, a, sociop a sociopathic person or a psychopathic person would exhibit these people always have to have prey they always have to be feeding off of someone they always have to have someone to prop up their fragile egos and their fragile um existence and you'll find that they're always hunting for supply this is classic narcissistic um awareness okay so when i say toxic codependency i am referring to some toxic empaths who act like they can't leave these motherfuckers alone Trauma bonds are very strong. So you have it on two two uh two levels, in my opinion. You have the toxic codependent that is an NSP or MBSP. And then you have, well, I, I kind of decided to use that as an abbreviation since these are long words. You have the toxic codependent who is an MBSP, in my opinion. Again, I'm not a practitioner. I'm not a clinician. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not qualified to diagnose. I'm just giving you my opinion and, and what I've learned from my life experiences and my studies and what others have shared with me and um, what I have uh, put together in my perspective or from my perspective. I'm not perfect at it, you know, but I find that the most skilled people in these disorders are the people who have either been diagnosed with them or who exhibit the symptoms or who have suffered from um, collateral damage by way of people who do have these disorders, okay? So you got the toxic codependent that could be the MBSP or the NSP. And then you got the toxic codependent that's actually a toxic empath. There is such a thing as a toxic empath, okay? I know people don't like to talk about that, but there is. There are many people who are empathic who use their gifts to enable abuse. There are many people who are empathic who use their gifts to um, 
walk on eggshells and satisfy MBSPs. Okay. There are unevolved um, people in every personality type. Okay. So we have to keep that in mind. It's not just the MBSPs who can be unevolved. It's also, it can also be an empathic person or a regular person who's not an empath. All right. So many people are out here parroting that they're empaths. You need to be suspicious of that because you know who's out here doing that the most? The fucking MBSPs. They're the ones running around talking about their impasse, their impasse, their impasse, and they're fucking not. They're scamming people out of money for life coaching sessions and recommendations and counseling sessions and consultations. They're lying to you about the things they've done. And then you find out if you do a record search on this motherfucker that he's got a alleged domestic violence um, record or some or, or was involved in some fuck shit where he abused somebody else. Like, come on now. So codependency is a real thing. How many people do we know? Just each one of us that's listening. How many people do we know that act like they can't be single? That act like it's a death sentence for you to be single. That it 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 takes away from their uh, wherewithal. It takes away from their livelihood. It takes away from who they are as a human being. You know that came into this world alone and that will leave alone. How many people do we know? Does each one of us know that act like that? Every time you turn around. Like we say around here, every time you turn around, this motherfucker's in another relationship or they're talking to somebody new. Every time you turn around, this person's pushing up on somebody else. Not only do NSBPs or MBSPs do that, toxic empaths do it too. You can be an empath that's in toxicity. I don't know why people don't talk about this. I'm just going to have to come out and say it. That's why I like the third video that I put on this channel. If you go back. To my very first videos, I talked about the dark traits of impasse because it needed to be talked about. Um, another way a, a person, a way a person can be an empath and be in toxicity is if they, um, because of unhealed trauma and lack of doing healing and shadow work, lack of getting to know themselves, lack of reconciling the shadow self and, and, and the culpability that they have in their own uh, life choices they can become toxic because of that but they can also become toxic because if they've been in a relationship with the MBSP whether the person's diagnosed or not makes no never mind if they fit the description and if they if they make the list for all the traits if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck you can best assume that it's probably either a duck or it's in the duck class or, or whatever the genus is for ducks. Okay. So fuck all of that. You ain't diagnosed and you, you know, you ain't no, you know why you got to be careful about these clinicians because most of them are NBSPs that are heavily promoted on YouTube. Okay. I want you to understand that psychiatry and psychology is heavily used by Satanists and Luciferians to gaslight and target other people. So you need to be careful with what you listen to them tell you about yourself. Do your own research. Don't rely on your therapist, your psychiatrist, your psychologist to just tell you about yourself when you know that you have your own mind and your own intuition. You need to maintain sovereignty over your own soul and spirit. 
They used psychiatry to torture Jewish people and many others on this planet. Where do you think the practice of doing a lobotomy came from? Do you think the lobotomy was actually therapeutic? Do you think that was a therapeutic modality? Barring any biological disorder like a tumor or, you know, fungal infection of the brain, what use does a lobotomy have other than torture? Other than having total control over an individual, what use does it have? Now, I'm just talking on a purely logical or opinionated basis. I'm, you know, I'm not a medical professional, of course, and I'm not a surgeon, not a neurosurgeon, whatever. But when we talk about toxic empaths, toxic empaths that have been with MBSPs or people that fit that archetype, whether they're diagnosed or not, can be toxic. They can be codependent because they have been trained by that individual to be codependent it is literal mind control y'all it's mind control it's subliminal messaging it's nonverbal cues it's neuro-linguistic programming which there are good aspects to cognitive behavioral therapy or cbt there are good aspects to neuro-linguistic programming or nlp however those tactics are also used by secret agencies to control and brainwash people so you can have someone that was ordinarily and is within their whole dynamic an independent strong man or woman capable of making their own decisions living life going about this world and being a great contributor to society in all you know in in the basic sense of the terms when they get with the mbsp that mbsp will train them through mind control and brainwashing and the like, gaslighting, projection, crazy making, blame shifting, guilt tripping, okay, future faking, manipulation, molding, mobbing, okay, bullying, and so on and so forth, you know, grooming, they train that person to lose their sense of self, to lose their independence. This is what codependency can become or where it comes in. So we're not, while these, a lot of, satanic and luciferian practitioners out here on youtube will try to blame it on the empathic person or the person who is a victim of straight-up abuse they are yes i agree when they use it in a certain sense which is becoming a trend on youtube and has been a trend for over the last two years i've noticed at least the last two years when they use the term codependent they are absolving the narcissist for culpability in their own motherfucking crimes the narcissist knows better they choose not to do better they know how to put on a show they know they know what normal human behavior is supposed to be they know what normal human interaction is supposed to be they know how to be nice they know how to be charming they know how to pull out chairs and open doors okay they know how to buy you gifts on on and on you know nice occasions they know how to put on the show. So that tells you right there, because they know how to put on a good show, they know the difference between right and wrong. So when these people are out here calling victims, and I don't even like the terminology victim, but I understand that this is victimization. But you got to be careful with using that term victim too, because see, that even absolves people for of their own responsibility. Yes, it's a victim, but you need to be careful with that word victim because victim is very close to volunteer. And you got people out here that'll cry foul and say, I'm a victim and then go right back into another relationship with a narc. 
there's people out here that say i'm a victim and he does this or she does that and go right home to him and sleep next to him every night so you got to be where's your responsibility if you're such a victim no you're not a victim you're a volunteer so we have to be careful with the way we use words the way in which we put this into context but when we talk about these satanic slash luciferian practitioners clinicians out here you need to be careful with how they label you most people start out being independent unless you were groomed from childhood by a narcissistic sociopathic borderline histrionic psychopathic parent or caregiver most people if they were adults when they endured narcissistic abuse most people were independent especially if they're over the age of uh, 25 most of them were fully independent so that's really neither here nor there whether a person's independent or not unless you're disabled and or you have something that limits you from being an adult and, and going about adult activities of daily living and moving about in society most people are independent over the age of 25 so when we're talking about codependency codependency becomes a factor when people act like they don't want to do their healing and or live their lives and they're relying on the mbsp to give them their validation that's what codependency is you're relying on each other via a symbiotic parasitic relationship you're parasite food for them and they are parasitic food for you because if they weren't also food for you you leave them the fuck alone right so see we have to check our ego and stop getting so triggered it's okay to be triggered because i'll say we need to stop getting triggered so easily but we got to work on it we got to be triggered because that's where we need work okay that's where we need to, that's where we need work however i had to share with someone and people probably say well you didn't have to yeah i did i had to share with someone about a comment i saw yesterday somebody wrote in some comments um that most religious leaders psychiatrists and i think teachers or spiritual teachers would say uh have said that jesus had multiple personalities and what i said to that person was that's understandable but you need to be careful about listening to everything these psych people say because they've used psych for a long time as torture many spiritual people are out here locked up in safe home um not safe homes but um mental health hospitals and group homes and other mental health facilities because they are spiritual and somebody called them crazy so you better be very careful listening to these psych people because all they care about is fucking science the majority of them you do have intuitive or spiritual psychologists and psychiatrists out there you do have holistic psychologists yes we know they're out there but the majority the standard is science and you know science is luciferian science is from the fallen so them saying that jesus had multiple personalities they must be talking about that fake jesus that they teach in them churches because the one yeshua hamashiach does not have multiple personalities see that's another indication that they gave you the fucking demiurge if they're telling you he had multiple personalities that's another indication they gave you the fucking demiurge that has the janus face 
If you don't know who Janus is, look him up in Greek mythology. The Demiurge is a is a, a deity with a man face and a, and a serpent body. You know, it's two sides to it. It's kind of like Lucifer, Lucifer Satan. It's two sides to the same coin. So you have to be careful with what you listen to psych people say. Furthermore, many of these psych people are not even human. You don't, like, you ain't gotta, I say that a lot, but you don't have to believe it. You need to, if you don't want to believe the inhuman aspect, believe that the motherfuckers have demons, a lot of them. And the reason why they go into psych is so they can control and, and get energy. Now, this is not everybody, but a lot of them do. The most heavily pushed psychiatrists, psychologists, and practitioners in the field, if you study them very, very, very closely, you will find that they have the very same personality disorders that they preach so much about. Narcissistic personality disorder, bipolar disorder or bipolar depression, schizophrenia, uh, dissociative identity disorder or multiple personality disorder. All right. Anything under the cluster B and cluster C uh, disorder groups. You'll find if you look very closely and your intuition is very, very sensitive, you will find that the majority of these people that are heavily pushed on YouTube and just in society in general, the ones they put on the news, the majority of them have the very disorders they're teaching you about. So that is also why you need to be careful throwing these terms around. Because the situations are so nuanced that, okay, yeah, a codependent is technically an MBSP, but a toxic empath that hasn't done any healing and that acts like they can't get themselves together without the assistance of a motherfucking relationship or somebody to lean on is also codependent. People are out here acting like they can't be by themselves. And if they are by themselves, they still a lot of times will avoid doing their healing. There's no excuse why somebody should be out of a marriage for, say, 10 years or 15 years and you ain't got no healing done. What the fuck is going on here? You're toxic. Even if you are so-called empath, you're toxic. Because it shouldn't have took enough, taken a fucking decade for you to care enough about yourself to do your fucking work. Now, I can be very militaristic and radical in my point of view and in my thought. I have general and military and strategic and tactical energy. That's just me. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I can be very black and white, but I'm not black and white in this moment. I'm considering a lot of different angles. If you don't care enough about yourself to do your healing and to say no to these kinds of people, you are codependent. You cannot blame them all the time. That's the point. Yes, they know what they're doing. But how are you going to blame this, blame the snake for being poisonous and having fangs when you willingly put your hand in the snake's mouth? Like, come on now. Come on now, we have to have accountability with this shit too. Don't just blame the MBSP. Don't just blame them. Because people will do what you allow them to do. And a lot of us have allowed people to get away with shit, yes. A lot of us didn't know any better. We didn't know what the abuse, we didn't know that it was abuse. We didn't know what we were in. We thought we had an overprotective or a strict partner. We thought this was what love was supposed to be. We thought our parents just cared a lot about us and, and, and didn't want us to have anything happen to us and wanted us to grow up and be somebody. So we didn't realize that it was narcissistic abuse from a mother or a father or a caregiver or uncle or whoever. We didn't realize these things. Ignorance is one thing or not knowing is one thing. But when you know you have an obligation to do better. That is why the Bible talks about 
The Most High only excuses babies and fools. Fools being people who are ignorant. People who don't know any better. People who either don't have a mental awareness or have a mental disorder or disability or sickness where they can't stand up for themselves. That's different. But all you able-bodied people out here, if you're still with toxic motherfuckers, that's your fault. Don't blame them. Because as long as you feed the fucking lion, the lion's gonna eat. As long as you let the, let the tapeworm linger, the tapeworm's gonna get longer and longer and bigger and bigger. And you're gonna what? Do wait, you're gonna waste away. <laughs> Your nutrients are gonna be diverted from you to the tapeworm. Okay. There's some people that were with MBSPs that... I'll never forget, excuse me, a year, uh, couple, some years ago when I um, started working at a national bank here. I'll never forget, I went through teller training. And this lady, you know, talked about how her husband left her for the babysitter. And they were married 27 years. And she talked a lot about that. And I'm looking at, I'm thinking to myself, you didn't see the signs. And I'm also thinking to myself... You're coming off just as narcissistic as you claim he was. Because she made comments to me uh, that let me know she was egoistic. Making comments to me about, oh, well, she, uh, <laughs> she, she drives her car with the windows down to save gas. Bitch, your husband left you for the babysitter. Let, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm a young college student. Yes, I'm going to save gas because I'm driving 80 miles round trip to be here. Shut the fuck up. This is the same bitch that sat there and said that she didn't know how to pump gas because she let her husband do everything. So see, this is what I'm talking about with codependency. Don't just blame the narcissist. That's your motherfucking fault for being stupid and not learning to do things on your own. You don't ever suppose, you're not ever supposed to give somebody that kind of control over your life, but people do it. And then they want to say, well, no, you're, you're victim shaming. No, you need to be accountable for your hand in it too. It ain't got, no, we're not victim shaming. What did you do to enable? That's why I said enablers are just as bad a lot of times as narcissists are. Because you're enabling the behavior. How you going to be mad at the motherfucker like snorting coke if, you're always giving them money to buy coke. Come on now. You mad? Okay, so you're mad that when you come home, your house is a mess and they got lines on your fucking glass table, but you give them their your debit card every time they ask you. You're an enabler. So do not confuse enabling, co enabling toxicity with being a victim. Enabling toxicity is not a vic does not make one a victim, okay? Unless the person has no other choice or is held against their will or is a minor. Enabling toxicity does not make you a victim. That makes you a volunteer. Don't cry foul because they're doing, they're being the demons that they are. They're going to be who they are. When are you going to change? This is why I came out with that video. You ready to get clean or, you, or, or not? Nah? You like the trauma bond? You like getting high? When are you going to break the motherfucking habit? I've taken accountability for my own shit too. Y'all have heard me talk a lot about that. So can't nobody blame me and say, well, you ain't, you ain't say, yeah, I did. I said that they're all, I talked about all of those elements. I did. 
But I also said, well, you were not in your power because you were trained to be, af be afraid of your own power. And you were also implanted with uh, deficits of worthiness. So you didn't feel you were worth more, so you settled. I recognize that. But I won't settle no fucking more. You know, we go through these lessons. So when it comes to listening to these so-called clinicians... You need, you need to be sure that that's not a fucking NSBP or MBSP that you're dealing with. Because I'm going to tell you something. And I'm not exaggerating. Ninety percent of the clinicians that I've seen on YouTube and, and seen be promoted in the news that are in psychiatry and psychology, 90 percent of them are of the cluster B and cluster C personality sort. Don't matter if they're diagnosed or not. And I've also told you all that I know quite a few narcs that are in psychology and that keep getting psych degrees and keep advancing in their so-called knowledge so that they can better learn to mindfuck people and so that they can have constant supply. One of the ways they get constant supply is by claiming to counsel others and help others and have the credentials to help others. So a degree and a designation and a certification and a practice or education does not an empath or does not a decent human being make. 